Hello there and welcome to The Writing Apothecary, a podcast with tips, tricks, hacks and information about all things writing. I'm your host, Mandy Contos, and together with some awesome guests, we'll uncover the weird, wonderful and sometimes unpredictable world of writing. So grab your notebook, grab a pen or a tablet, or maybe even just listen and let's get started. Hey there, Riderly fam, and welcome back to our next lesson on genre. I hope the last one wasn't too much to digest, and I hope that you've actually done a little bit of sleuthing yourself. The great thing about these lessons is that I'm giving you the tools to then be able to go out and research and have a look at the different, I guess, aspects of writing that you can then use in your own writing. You don't need to necessarily follow my formula. It's just this amazing opportunity for you to delve deeper. Genre is such an intricate topic and I'm excited for what we're going to get through today. So we're going to be looking at three different subgenres today. Fantasy, romance and mystery. And if you're wondering why these three, well... Fantasy is my jam and I really love everything that there is about this genre and I know the most about it. So, you know, that whole age-old advice of write what you know really applies here too. Let's dive in, yeah? What does fantasy genre entail? First, did you know that it's actually a genre or a subgenre of speculative fiction? It features magical and supernatural elements that don't exist in the real world. Some writers, like myself, like to use the modern world and add fantasy elements, and some of that is inspired by myth and folklore. Fantasy is different and distinguished from science fiction and horror by the absence of scientific and macabre themes. But that's not to say that you can't have macabre in fantasy. With fantasy, you don't have to rely on history or nature to be coherent, which is different to realistic fiction because you need to adhere to what is actually happening in the world. And the history. I like to use snippets of the real world in my fantasy worlds because it gives me a bit of freedom to play with what I know but also allows me to base my story in a place that my readers will already know or they will be able to fall in love with just as I have. I also really love using mythology and spinning it. They are after all a story to begin with so you can have a little bit of fun with this. As writers we have to rely on our readers suspense of belief and the acceptance of the unbelievable or impossible for the sake of enjoyment to really get the most out of a fantasy novel. I've grouped romance and mystery together with fantasy because most often they're not. They are a subplot within fantasy. And I know that there are some novels that actually have all three of them in there. I know that a lot of writers and the books that I tend to read have a strong romance through them. There's an entire subgenre in which romance is the main theme paranormal romance anyone the different kinds of fantasy that are named and don't feel like you need to stay in the confines of these are high or epic fantasy low fantasy magical realism sword and sorcery dark fantasy fables fairy tales and superhero fiction and just among many others and that's just some of them don't, like I said, don't feel like you've got to stay inside the confines of this if you want to have a dark fantasy superhero fiction. Go for it. Nothing's stopping you. Rewrite it. Call it deep fantasy. Call it dark fantasy. Anything that you like goes. Some of the elements and characteristics of fantasy and some of the tropes are good versus evil, the hero quest for power or knowledge, tradition versus change, the individual versus society, Man versus nature, man versus himself, coming of age, love, betrayal, epic journey, the unlikable, and or the reluctant hero. 
Sometimes a story can have multiple characteristics, like we've already mentioned, and I believe that a well-rounded story will have multiple characteristics through the narrative arc. Hey guys, did you know that as well as a writer and a podcaster, I'm also a writing mindset coach. I work with clients to help empower them to bust through their excuses and write, to allow them to own their own power because writing is such a transformational type of self-care. I have two ways you can work with me. The first is through my program by the same name, The Writing Apothecary. Here I have four offers, one, three, six and 12 month coaching options. This is where we get down and dirty with your writing and we explore what you need. Each of the tiers are tailor made to you and exactly what you are after. No coaching session is the same. Each of their tiers are limited in their numbers as I give my all to my clients and I want to make sure that it's consistent and you get all of my dedication and attention. In these sessions, you also have access to editing and soundboarding and lots of additional support that isn't just our sessions that we meet up every fortnight. The other way to work with me is through a manuscript appraisal where I blend feedback with editing to give you a full rounded package to look at your novel objectively. It's based off the amount of words your manuscript has and can be a precursor to actually working with me. For all Writing Apothecary listeners, I'm giving an introductory 10% off your first booking with me. Head over to my website, dreamingfullyawake.com forward slash work with me and book in a session with me or hit me up on my socials at Mandy Cont, which is M-A-N-D-I-K-O-N-T and I can go ahead and slot you in. It's also important to know that I do have payment plans if it's needed and it's a case by case situation. This is something that I'm really passionate about and I hope to hear from you soon. Until then, keep on writing guys. Which leads us to romance. As we know, it takes place between two people. But in this day and age, we know that romance doesn't always happen just between two people. It can be multiple. It's also a genre that seems to also just be written off because it's just love and all other things. But it's a really popular market and has many sub-genres like contemporary, historical, romantic suspense, paranormal romance, sci-fi fantasy, time travel inspirational, erotic romance, and chick lit. Most stories in these genres focus solely on the relationship. There is a conflict and a climax that will allow a romantic relationship to grow, and many will automatically call it a Mills and Boons book. And for those that don't know what it is, they're a very popular publishing company and have made a name for them by publishing romance novels, although it's not all that they publish. They have lots of imprints as well. Traditional romance include Wuthering Heights, Anna Karenina, and Atonement, just to name a few. But these days, books containing high amounts of smut are also included. You just need to scroll around on TikTok to find some of the good ones. Moving from romance, let's look into mystery. And you might be thinking, why mystery? One of my favourite series is the Anita Blake series by Laurel K. Hamilton, who is most definitely a wish guest. So if anybody has any contacts, let me know. And her novels were the first of their kind. She has vampires, were animals, and much more in her novels, not to mention a romance thread, as well as a detective element. A bit like a Nancy Drew kind of character. And I last year was watching an amazing chat with her and she struggled to get it published because it was a genre bending novel. It had fantasy, it had romance, 
and it had this detective element to it that nobody could kind of put into a spot. And this is something that I've always loved with her books and loved in books in general. I love the messy crossover of genres. Breaking the rules is okay when you know the basics of them. Mystery novels are often known as whodunit novels, where your readers turn into the detective to find who the culprit is. The main character is also sometimes a detective or a private eye who is trying to solve the case. The different kinds of mystery fiction include detective fiction, true crime, cozy mystery, legal thriller, police procedural, how to catch them, hard-boiled fiction, history mystery, and locker room mystery. The standard method for mystery relies heavily on the inciting incident where the main character finds the mystery, aka the murderer or the cold case. Then there's the investigation, the twist before the breakthrough, and finally the conclusion. But who's to say that you can't apply that to a fantasy novel where the character is trying to find out what happened to their siblings and why they're missing? Hmm? Which is exactly what is happening in my novel and why my main character Lucy is trying to find out more as she travels to Egypt, her mother's place of birth, to understand what happened two years ago. There's no right or wrong when it comes to genre. Bend the norms any way you see fit. But I do think you need to start reading in those genres to understand the tropes and the way that they work. Because, you know, we all model what our favorite authors do. I could go on for hours and hours, but I'm going to leave it here. What is your favorite trope and genre to write in? I love to know. Let me know on our Instagram if you hop on over to at the writing apothecary. Until our next lesson, keep on writing. Bye guys. Thanks for listening to the Writing Apothecary podcast. To find show notes and more information, head over to my website, which is just dreamingfullyawake.com slash podcast, where you'll find show notes, resources, worksheets, and more info about the podcast. You can also follow us on Instagram by just searching at the writing apothecary. I'd also love it if you guys took the time to leave a review or even rate it um, just on your platform. It'll help other creatives and writers find our community and help them get their writing practice and their creativity back on track.